Have you ever met an angel? Someone you just know was anointed from God. Like you can just look at them. And they had, you could just tell that they had a whole lot of God in them. You know, for many of us, it could have been an elder in the family, like a grandma who used to always pray over us or an uncle, you know, who told us how God saved his life and turned his life around. Could have been a, maybe a family friend that, you know, you just felt comfortable confiding in and no matter what you told them, they always had a Bible verse for you or, you know, a word of encouragement, something to keep you going. I'm not ready to say goodbye. I'm not going to do it. Instead, I just want to take the time to say thank you. A real man of God. You can even say that and mean it, right? We're so used to seeing people use God in church as a get-rich-quick scheme, selling people these false hopes and dreams, taking their money to build their own wealth in the name of God. And by the way, that's not of God. God flipped over tables in the temple when they turned it into a marketplace instead of a place of praise and worship. But anyways, not pastor. I remember when I was 10 years old, I was living in the state for Yap Buildings um, in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. And one day, Pastor and Brother Louis came knocking at our door, inviting us out to church. And it was the same invitation that I accepted Christ as my Savior. And shortly after that, my parents decided to join the church, First Baptist Church of Perth Amboy. Now, anyone that knows Perth Amboy knows all about the drug-infested streets, the violence, the gangs, the broken homes, troubled teens, poverty. I mean, the need for God in our community, especially back then, you know, you made that your mission. So I want to say thank you. You know, you started a bus ministry to pick up anyone. And when I say anyone, I mean anyone who wanted to attend church but had no way of getting there. And everyone in the city knew our church buses every Sunday morning. You believed in instructing the youth, instilling the word of God in them, giving them a moral compass and godly principles, and showing them that there is a better way. I want to say thank you. Y'all want to know why I think differently? Because a lot of y'all hit me up on DM, or if we cool and you have my number, y'all call me and we'll talk on the phone, or we'll text back and forth. Y'all like to pick my mind and see what my point of view is on a lot of things and why I think that way. Why don't most women think or feel that way? And let me just tell you guys that I'm blessed. I am so blessed because I was and am still surrounded by a lot of real men, positive role models, honorable men, men who loved God, 
Can y'all hear me right now? Do you know what a blessing it is to be around men who loved God? Do you even know what that means? Their whole life is rested on God's words and principles. Do you know what kind of peace that is? It's a different energy. It's like nothing you've ever experienced before. Because they loved God, they automatically loved their wife. They automatically loved their children. They worked hard. They worked honestly. They were good stewards. They were servants. And they served in our community. Ain't nothing wrong with serving. You're on earth to serve a purpose. So many people these days feel so entitled like they're above serving when that's what you're here for. You're here to give something. The men that I grew up around that I'm surrounded with still to this day, these men are trustworthy men. They aren't going to gossip and put your business to the streets. They're going to go take it to God. These men are faithful. I'm so sorry that God in church became such a joke these days because no one walks like they talk. So you may not be able to relate, and that's okay. I'm just saying I know I'm blessed. But back to his ministries. Pastor loved the kids. He was always trying to find new ways to get as many kids to come to church and hear the word of God. Let the little children come unto me, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So he would make flyers, advertising um, promotions on Sundays, like uh, McDonald's Sunday, and then he would go to McDonald's and order 200 burgers and give them away after the service. And, oh, my God, as kids, we love that. Truth was, looking back at it, that's as close as some of these kids were getting to a meal that day. Some kids were regulars, though. They'd come to church regardless of promotions or no promotions. For some, that was just a way for them to escape from their dysfunctional homes and escape from what felt like an inevitable cycle of falling victim to the streets. So, Pastor, thank you for caring. Man, he loved his church. Every soul that walked through those church doors, he took in. And because of that, in turn, we did see a lot. You know, there was junkies sometimes that came in through the church, hoes, girls trying to get out of abusive relationships, people in need, people looking for a church to join. Just all sorts of people would walk in through those church doors, and he would take care of every single last one of them. He took care of his people. He looked after us. You can call pastor whatever time of day or night, and I kid you not. He would pick up that phone. It could be 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. He would pick up that phone, and when he said he'd be right there, I'm tell- it was like he, hel- he teleported. Like, how did you get here so fast? It was like 10 minutes flat. That man would be right there with you. 
Thank you for looking after your people. In so many ways, Pastor inspired me. And I know, I know, I'm not an angel, which is why I never came on here on some holier than thou or even claiming Christianity because I don't want to be one of those people who pollute the cause by my own hypocrisy and how I choose to live my life. But I was raised in church. I played the piano at my church. I thought I taught Sunday school. I ran the nursery. I led the choir. So funny about that nursery. So our church is a really old building. And because there weren't too many members, um, you know, we were a, a close, you know what I'm saying, church family. And, you know, we, we fixed things as they came up. That was, that was pastor's approach to things. We didn't have a surplus of money. You know, it was enough to keep things running and, and, you know, the ministries. And um, when I was pregnant with Jada, let me tell you, I cannot judge, I cannot judge moms <laughs> who do the most for their kid because if this ain't the most, so this nursery in our church, it was just really old and run down and, you know, they'd clean it, like, you know, they try to, like, you know, wash the walls and, you know, vacuum and occasionally shampoo the carpet. But, you know, we had all these kids from in town coming in all the time. And it was really like, there was a lot of germs in that nursery. So when I was pregnant with Jada, I kept thinking to myself, like, my daughter is not going to be in that nursery. Like, no, there's no way I'm going to allow this. I completely demoed and remodeled the church nursery just because I wanted to make sure that it was up to my standards for my daughter. Like, I'm the most. But, um... I did all those things in church, you know. I knocked on the doors inviting people to church. I rode the church bus. I was an interpreter for the Spanish people who came into church but didn't understand English. So I would be upstairs interpreting the um, sermon. And while I may not be a devout Christian these days, and I definitely don't have all the answers, but I'd like to think that I know right from wrong and that I still have my faith. Regardless of what's happened in my life, I know everything is going to work out because God promised me it would. Yeah, ask me, how did you deal with the death of your daughter? Mm. Nothing short of God. I can't even explain it, but I can tell you that sometimes life is going to throw some shit your way, and all you're going to have is God. And let me say this, those experiences aren't there to break you. Even though it may feel like that at the moment, but there is always a learning lesson there. It exercises and it builds your faith. Even Fab said, God gives his hardest battles to his toughest soldiers. 
the Bible talks about getting tried by fire. Because when you stick gold in the fire, it may be an unpleasant experience at first, right? But it melts away all the impurities and it makes the gold pure. That's why you clean the gold. So sometimes in life, when we're going through some real crazy shit and you just don't understand why, and it can be you falling off with one of your friends and you don't understand why right now you know your finances are messed up and you may have a falling out with your family. Maybe your kids are giving you a hard time. Maybe you guys that are in relationships, y'all stress the fuck out. Y'all don't want to let things go because you feel that there's still love there, but you don't know. Sometimes you're just being tried by fire and all those impurities got to go. I know that pastor taught me to have a relationship with God and to trust him through every single test in life. He taught me to be grateful and to always give thanks. He taught me to ask God and I will receive because there's never a need to worry about anything because I'm not going to want for anything. He taught me the value of hard work because the Bible does say that faith without works is dead. He even taught me not to be a hater because God says to love one another. Yeah, I can tell who grew up without God in them because some of your girls' attitudes is so whack. It's mad stank. It's like you, you envy other people. You fester that hate. You're jealous. You think you're deserving of something I can't stand to see someone else have it and it not be you. Let that go. He taught me tough love. There's still consequences for your actions. He'll be so quick to tell you to jump in the lake or hit the road, Jack, and don't come back no more if you don't like what he's saying. If you, if you ain't get cursed out by a pastor, he ain't really love you. He cursed out everybody and not cursed out literally because he's a pastor. But he would definitely tell you what it is. He would not sugarcoat anything. He also taught me to walk in truth. To be an honest person. Because everything that you do in darkness, it does come to light. What's crazy to me is that still to this moment, I don't even know the pastor's age. I don't think anyone knows how old pastor is. He doesn't even look his age. I would imagine that he would be, I, would, I don't know, I would say 60s. But it was like God himself was preserving him. <sighs> Which is why when he passed so suddenly, it came as a shock and as a blow to everyone. He was found unresponsive in his car, praying and reading his Bible. I don't know that I'll ever be able to make sense of how you left us. But you'd always say that if one soul entered the kingdom of heaven because of your life, it would have been all worth it. And God never needed or wanted someone perfect because there's nobody perfect. Nobody. He just needs someone willing 
And pastor was willing to do the work. Pastor, you changed my life. You changed my family's life. You changed so many people in our community's life. Times like these are reminders to ask ourselves, what are we really doing with our life? If you were to drop dead right now, what would people have to say about you? And I'm not talking about seeking validation or, you know, doing something in order to seek approval or attention from other people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the real you. You know, the one that stares back at you in the mirror. What will people have to say? Because you can fool people, but you definitely can't fool God. Pastor, I hope that when you reach heaven's doors, that is just as beautiful as the Bible describes. Because if anyone was going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, it was going to be you. Thank you to those of you who tuned in and allowed me to pour some of this pain into audio. If you're of any other religious belief, this is not meant to offend you in any way, shape, or form, or fashion. I'm just sharing about myself, my life, my upbringing, my experiences, my influences, and role models. I think there are universal laws of God and nature that exceed and transcend any religious affiliation, and I hope that this reminds us to never take people for granted and to always give people their flowers. I'm Posh. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, peace.